who's also a, a psychotherapist, and he uh, comes in contact with Forrest Whitaker's character to help him overcome fears and to gain composure of himself from his quote-unquote crazy. And it goes awry. It goes wrong. And it's one of those situations where um, a doctor has a patient that's out of control and he can't get control of it and it blows up in his face. That's pretty much what this is about. Um, Mike Epps, you know him for his comedic genius. Not funny in this movie. He's very dramatic and very serious. I'm loving um, his dramatic offer in this movie. Um, Sinai Lathan, of course, you know, shines as always. She's good. She's a supporting character in this movie. Um, hands down, I, I definitely say go see this one. Um, this is comes out Friday. Run to the theaters to see it. It's, it's that good. Wow. Start with Pinton. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, like a good spot. Forrest Whitaker. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. So, I, yeah, Forrest Whitaker, I really like them, and I don't know if you've seen The Last King of Scotland, but I'm pretty sure that was him in it. And yeah. um, he was amazing in that. And he doesn't play a crazy guy per se, but he does play a madman. Uh, Idi Amin was definitely uh, someone different. So he did a really great job in that movie as well. He did. He, he, and he won an Oscar for that, didn't he? Yes. I believe yes. he did, Pretty yeah. Sure. Yeah, so he, he's definitely got the talent. Absolutely. So, so what, what are your predictions about the Oscars, Adam? I think, um, well, 12 Years a Slave is definitely on a high. It won, you know, the Golden Globe. It uh, tied with Gravity for the BAFTA, uh, the British Film Award. So I think this is the movie to beat, and um, I think it's going to take away the best picture overall. Um, you know, you guys have all seen it. I, I still, and I know I got to get around to seeing it. I, I will see it though. But um, it's, I mean, it's a good, great movie, and you know, I think the audience knows that, the Academy knows that. So that'll be the movie for Best Picture in my uh, prediction. Yeah, I'll, I'll concur with you on that one. I, I agree. Um, I'm also rooting for Mr. Pharrell Williams because if he wins an Oscar for his song "Happy." For Despicable Me Too, he will have an EGOT. So that means he has an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Oh, wow. I love that song. I love that song, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Well, they're playing that song nonstop on the radio, so I have a uh-huh. feeling that's a good sign. Yeah. 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 So, um, best, pick, best actor, uh, I still think Matthew McConaughey did a great job in Dallas Buyers Club. Um, and I think him and Jared Leto will take the sweep on Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor because they just did a great job. And, again, you don't even know it's them when you look at it. So if they can transform themselves into someone else. And, you know, in, in Matthew McConaughey, he's a good, he's good actor, but they always throw him in those kind of, you know, muscle roles or, the, you know, the pretty boy, whatever roles. Mm-hmm. So I think it's great that he finally got to do something different, um, and he really stood out in it. It, yeah, and it's been proven with the Academy is if, if an actor is willing to tear themselves up for a role and turn into someone else, they automatically get it. Yeah. Uh, it worked yeah. for Charlize. It worked for um, Felicity Hoffman. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that that seems to be the pattern. 
and that was yeah, a pretty definitely. good movie, and he, he really did an excellent job. And, and Jared Leto, I didn't even know that was him. Yeah, you would not know it was him unless you knew it was actually him. So, I mean, yeah, he, he transferred himself completely, uh, which shows his talent as well, because, you know, he's in 30 Seconds to Mars as a uh, singer. So he's definitely got talent there. Absolutely. For Best Actress, I'm not too familiar with the ones that were nominated. I know um, what's her Kate Blanchett, I think, from the Blue Jasmine movie, the Woody Allen movie mm-hmm. one. So she might be favored. But again, I haven't seen the movies that all, all the actresses have been nominated for. So I don't. I, that's kind of a toss-up for me. I know the actress from 12 Years a Slave. I, I don't want to say her name because I don't want to mess it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's nominated for an award as well. Uh, mm-hmm. One that was a mistress to the slave master. Okay. She's not. She's nominated for an award as well, uh, best supporting. Um, I think she's going to be the favorite. I, okay. I do believe she's going to walk away with an Oscar. Perfect. And there's there's some um, Oscar talk, you know, with Gravity and Sandra Bullock as well. So. Yeah, and that'll be interesting because, I mean, Sandra did a really good job. Uh, but I think if Gravity's taking an award, it'll probably be for director because uh, Alfonso Cuarón did a really good job with that. I thought, uh, you know, Martin Scorsese's also up. But Wolf of Wall Street, even though it was really great, you know, it was a Martin Scorsese movie. So right. it really, you know, you didn't feel it like uh, if you've seen Gravity, you really feel that uh, Alfonso did a really good job. So I think... In my personal prediction, I think he will grab that, uh, but it's a little bit tough competition in that realm as well. Absolutely. Who's hosting this year? Ellen, the generous. Yeah, Ellen. Who better? Yeah, she did it good, I think, uh, a couple years ago or recently, and I think they really liked her, so she's going to probably be the Billy Crystal for our time during this Oscars. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. All right, well, we definitely look forward to hearing if you guys are right and see who takes on the statues uh, on Sunday. And, uh, you know, have a great week, and we'll definitely talk next Monday, okay? Absolutely. All right, have a good one. Hey, Ron, what's going on, man? Hey, Ron. Hey, Steven. Can you hear me? Yeah, hey, man. How you doing? I'm good. I I had the phone on um, mute, so sorry about that. Oh, okay. Oh man, all is well. All is well. Long weekend, but it was all good. What about yours? You had a good weekend. Yeah, good weekend. Very cool, good weekend. Cool. Very good. Yeah, yeah. cool. I um answered your uh, question of the day. I don't know if you saw it. I not. saw that. Well, yeah, we're gonna read them in, our, in the next segment. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, all right. Cool. Um, sports. Let's see. The um the Winter Olympics are over. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We can move on from that. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, people. I'm just not a big Winter Olympics fan. I'm, I'm sorry. It, it's other than the um, than the skating. That's pretty much it for me. That's all that I really like is is, mm-hmm. is the skating. All right, um, football. Um, Michael Sam's. I don't know if if um, you've heard about him. I'm being funny. Of course, everyone's pretty much heard of. Michael Sam lately, um, he was it was his 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 turn to shine at the NFL Combine, which is mm-hmm. um, which is going on. Um, he okay. Um, some some people think that he actually um, per, performed below 
expectations. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so um, I think, you think that he did because of the pressure, all the pressure. You I, know, people. I think that he, from me looking, from me watching it, it seemed like he was nervous. It 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 actually yeah. seemed like he felt all eyes were 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 uh, literally on him. Like it was quiet. All the camera, everything was is on him, and I think that he feels uncomfortable with that, and it and it's kind of showing. Like he 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 seems nervous out there, yeah. and I just you know want him to just you know once I mean, but this is this is you know this is first for you know for everyone, and he's going through this with the world watching literally, and he's gonna be all right. He's gonna be all right, but yeah, yeah he's definitely nervous, definitely. Definitely nervous. Um, Jason Collins has become the, the first openly gay NBA player to actually play in the game. Um, he mm-hmm. he signed a ten-day contract with the um, Brooklyn Nets, and he played um, over over the weekend. So, congratulations, Jason Collins. Congratulations, and Michael Stanley. <laughs> and, and and exactly yeah yeah exactly so congrats to everybody um, let's see what else is going on in sports um, yeah that's I mean that's pretty much really what's going on right now yeah it's 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 NFL combine that's all over Twitter NFL combine yeah. NFL combine but I but I did want to mention um, a couple of players that I really Thought had um, really great workouts over the weekend with the um, combine. One is Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, um, former Pitt Pan, former Pitt Panther. Um, this brother is a big, husky, solid, deep, deep, deep. Oh gosh, I'm I'm, I'm just hyped. Defensive lineman. <laughs> there we go. And he can run fast. Like mean, this dude is like three hundred pounds almost, but he can run really fast. So anyway, um, Aaron Donald, great job, man. Um, also wanted to shout out quickly. Um, let's see. I think that's that's the yeah that's yeah that's the number one for me. Yeah, it was it, it was him without a doubt. Um, right. Yeah, just it's short short and sweet tonight. Um, Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram, Aaron Cosby. I'll have more next week to talk about. Um, also, just wanted to mention that I had a, a really busy week with school and and work, so you know I've I've been just really just editing books. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So next week I will have more to talk about. Definitely. So, my apologies. All right, everyone. Have a good week, man. You too. Thank you. Janera's yours, right. baby. Janera, what's going on, Mama? Glad to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be back. Welcome back, Team Pisces in the house. Team Pisces. <laughs> hey, Pisces. Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> Are you giving up your birthday responses? Well, no, I don't have any plans. I never do. I, you know, just play things by ear. And I'll probably just end up going What'd you say? Yours is on the fifth. That's right, and yours is on the fourth, okay. right? Right, right. And we right. got Stephen at the end of the month on the twenty twentieth, twenty first. Yeah, mine's twentieth. Yeah, twentieth. Right. Okay. So yeah, fellow Pisces. 
Pisces. So, I mean, <laughs> I we've, really been to, we've been missing you so much. We have we don't know where to get you the best looks and where to, you know what I mean, get these, get these deals. So, I know you got some stuff for us. Yeah, I'm hoping that I can make up for lost time. Um, you know, I had a death in the family, so it kept me out for a couple of weeks. And then when I was actually able to do something last week, I had to work. So I right. really couldn't have to catch up. So I'm so sorry about that. But I'm happy to be back, and hopefully um, this will make up for lost time. I'm going to have well, a lot of tea. I heard um, really quickly, I heard you were stuck out there in that snowstorm. I'm glad you're safe and you made it out okay. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I was out there for 24 hours. Oh, my so, God. Um, yeah. yeah, I was I was kind of ticked off, but, I mean, you know, it's over now. So thank right. goodness for that. But um, the next time I said if it ever snows again, I will definitely not go anywhere ever again in life. You just don't even have to worry about me. I'll be right. right at home in my bed. You don't have to worry about me trying to come back from work. But, you know, we had meetings and everything. But, yeah, that, that, you'll never catch me slipping like that again, ever. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, yeah. Well, what you got for us? Okay, well, I have a couple of things for you guys tonight. Um, I want to start it, start it off with uh, Nordstrom. They're having a shoe clearance, and um, you can save up to 40% off of hundreds of styles. And, of course, that's for men and women, so just keep that in mind. Um, the Loft, which, um, which is a store that's, that's created by Ann Taylor. It's sort of like the lower end of Ann Taylor, sort of like the, I'll say, the Gap to Banana Republic. You know, Banana Republic and Gap are the same company, but um, Banana Republic is supposed to be a little bit higher end. That's the same difference with um, the, you know, Ann Taylor and the Loft. Um, the Loft is a little bit lower end, and you can actually actually have much better sales than Ann Taylor. But um, if you shop there, you can save an extra 40% off of their sale items. Um, they were having something similar to this weeks ago, except for it was an additional 50% off instead of an extra 40% off. So, um, you know, they do, uh, it, uh, the loft does like to have all types of sales. So, you know, if you're looking for any type of casual outfits or, you know, winter coats or anything for that matter, I would suggest you take, take advantage of it because, you know, they're clearing things out. Um, I, keep, I can't stress that enough. They're clearing so many things out for the fall, I mean for the winter, I mean for the spring. Um, so they have tons of winter items on sale, and they're doing new markdowns all the time. Um, Saks Office, which is, of course, the um, that's the outlet store to Saks Fifth Avenue. Um, if you shop there now, you can get up to an extra 50% off of select items for a total savings of uh, 60%, 65% off of your purchase. So, you know, of course, Saks is the high-end store, and the, and the um Outlet Mall, of course, they always have, uh, you know, different types of high-end items. And that's why I usually get all of my, my designer the designer gear. I get it from the outlets because you can save a ton of money that way. Yeah. Um, Express, they're having a sale, and you can get 20% off of new arrivals. And I just want to stress that this is an online-only sale. So, um, you know, you might want to check it out online, and, and you can do that anytime. Um, the limited, they're also having a sale. You can get 30% off of full price items. Again, the reason that they're doing this is because they're trying to get you to stop their new stuff versus waiting till, until they mark it down for the sale. Uh, Old Navy, they have some great things on sale right now, too. And um, and it's just in time for spring. 
They have knit tees starting at just 10.94. Uh, they have some of their flats, which is the Dorsey flats. Those are starting at 24.95, just under uh, $25. They have popover tops, um, which are really, really great casual tops, for uh, starting at 26.94. Costa dresses and utility pants starting at just below $35 at 34.94, and they have distressed jeans starting at just under $37 at $36.94. So, um, you know, Old Navy's always having a great deal, and they just want to they just wanted to advertise that um, they are having a sale. Um, the Gap Kids and Gap and Baby Gap. Um, if you shop there now through the 27th, um, you can save up to 40% off of select items. Um, so, like I said, this is just for Gap Kids and Baby Gap. So, if you have any kids in your life, or um, you know, if, if you think you don't have any kids in your life, then this is a great sale to shop. Um, Armani Exchange, if you shop there now through the 26th, you can get 30% off of all of their spring sweaters, and that goes for girls and guys. Another sale for girls and guys is Aldo. Um, now through the 31st of March, um, they're having a sale, and you, you can get 15% off of regular priced items. And um, last but not least, uh, New York and Company, they're having a sale uh, now through the 3rd. And uh, you can take advantage of their semi-annual pants event. And this is where they discount. They, they they have, like, buy one, get one half off, or buy one, get one 75% off of pants. Um, it's, it's a really great sale um, if you want to take advantage of it. And I do suggest that you take advantage of it. And another thing that I just came across um, tonight, actually, while I was just looking on the Internet, Shoes.com is having a mystery sale. And basically, you know, what a mystery sale is, you just have to, um, you know, click on a link to, to reveal your savings. Or they're giving uh, 15 20 25 30 and 40% off um, of your purchase off of a single item. So really all you have to do is just uh, click on the reveal your savings link. I just got 20% off. I don't know if I'm going to use it yet, but I just wanted to see how much I would get. So, you know, <laughs> these types of sales, you never know how much it's going to be. It can be one of those, uh, one of those five. But I would suggest that if you are in the market for some shoes and or bags, um, you know, to go ahead and click on go to shoes. dot com and just reveal how much you're going to save. All right, and they can find all that buttershopaholic. dot com. They surely can. All right, Miss Ferguson, all right. Always, great to have you back, and uh, have a, definitely have a great week. Okay. Okay. I'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Okay. Sorry, I had you guys on mute. We can do some entertainment. I'm still laughing at you. You were real silly tonight. <laughs> oh, well, let me tell you. So I was, you know, I go on uh, this uh, celebrity <laughs> website called Bossum.com. I love it. And they have a uh, one of their stories is about, they call it struggling preciousness. It's a gallery of old-faced babies. It's a picture of babies that they say have old faces. They have all these pictures. <laughs> the poor babies, they say they have old faces. Do you think it's okay to talk about um, children? No, I'm not saying anything because, no, I'm just not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm just yeah, not doing it. But those babies, that's old. They got old, old man face. struggle, old man face. <laughs> old man face. Old man face. So, look. You heard your boy uh, Justin Bieber's trying to move here to Atlanta. 
And, right, know, the neighbor, right. I heard out. I heard out the news this morning, and um, uh, I had a conference call. I had it on mute. And I was watching the news, and I heard out the news this morning. And then okay. after work, I was catching up on the news. Um, I heard that first. First of all, this morning they said that there were people outside protesting the yeah. fact that he was a blackhead. Then uh, at five o'clock, when the five o'clock news came on, it showed that it was a hoax. As far as the people protesting, oh, um, okay. it was set up by a radio station. Um, that is, I guess most of their listeners are online, and they set set up the whole thing because no one really actually showed up. So they try to they try to um, entice people to show up to protest him moving. Okay. But I'm guessing Buckhead. No one in Buckhead is on a protest. So they right, send yeah. their staff, interns, and their staff there dressed up, made up all this stuff, and. It wasn't true. <laughs> and wow. the, the people in Buckhead are actually saying that they're excited if Justin Bieber does rent the house that he's looking at. He is looking to rent a house. Um, mm-hmm. But the protest, the protest was staged. Okay, okay, so that was staged. Okay. Wow, wow. Justin Bieber. We think about him being in the A. I mean, he, 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 he's out here a lot. Um, someone yeah. recently saw him at the, the skating rink. So, I mean, it is what it is. There's a lot of celebrity lives in Atlanta. Welcome. Right. Full time, yeah. I guess. Welcome, welcome to Asia. So now they're saying that um, they're calling it Swirly Splitsville. They're saying that Paula Patton and Robin Thicke are separating. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that as well. Um, actually, it's supposed to be true this time because they released a statement together. Um, okay. For um, for People's Magazine through their representative. So. You know, I hope they're able to work it out. They've been together since they were in high school. I'm pretty sure that, uh, you know, whatever is going on can probably be worked through. Yeah. He's had those, uh, I think it was on two occasions, a picture of him being flirtatious. And, and, you know, you can never tell from a picture unless it's just actual, you know, but that, that he's been, you know, flirting with different women. I know the one woman he had to hand up her dress and the other woman, they looked like they were kissing you think they might have anything to do with it? I guess we really wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. No, nah, we probably wouldn't know, um, you know, what it is because that's their private lives. But, you know, every relationship go through go through their issues and, and, and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure whatever it is, they'll be able to figure it out. You know, they, they've been together for a long time, and, and those type of relationships right. can, can be complicated. Yeah. So you heard your, um, your boy, uh, they're saying that Kanye West is taking over all you know how um, Kim Kardashian's mother was Kris Jenner. She was in, kind of in charge of everything. She's the one that kind of helped build that empire and everything. They're saying that Kanye West is Kim's being more influenced by him than the mom. Would you let your your man uh, uh, take over or kind of take? The- I mean, you know that Beyonce and Jay Z went through the same transition. Um, I yeah. think it's just her growing up and probably once you know when you marry someone, you marry that person, that person becomes your family. You know, your mother becomes your mother, and then you, you, you start your own family. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that um, he knows how to market himself, however you may feel about him. He knows how to stay relevant. And, I, and I think he, it just may be a, a way for her to maybe rebrand, rebrand herself, you know, from – I honestly don't understand why people hate her so much, but whatever right, yeah. her brand is, it's not great. She knows how to make money, and she's been doing great with Chris, and it may be time to change. You know, Beyonce did the same thing with her father when she married Jay-Z, so mm-hmm. I don't think it's yeah. an issue. Did you watch um, Housewives of Atlanta last night? 
I did. I I watched it last night. Well, the drama going on with um, Marlo and um and 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 Nene. You know, I've never been a Nene fan, so um, I was actually excited to see all the drama that was going oh, on. With um, yeah, yeah. I think you know, it, it, whether or not it's staged or not staged, I think she made a a very relevant um relevant um comment about. Meaning having low self-esteem. If you're, you know, I've had friends like that who are very, um, very needy, very uh, possessive. I don't do well with those type of friends, and usually that those friendships end pretty quickly. Um, yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. It's, it's, it's low self-esteem. It's the need to be to validate your friendship at all times. I have friends that I don't speak to for months, and we catch back up, and it's almost like nothing ever happened. You know, right, and I think yeah. that's what true friendship is, is that connection that is deeper and bigger than just, you know, beating each other face all the time. Um, yeah. And I think Martin had a point. She's a grown woman. She's, she can make her own decisions on who she wants to be friends with. I think it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, how it is. And so um, I think I'm glad someone finally stood up to her. I think Nene was shocked um, by the fact that somebody stood up to her and, 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 and really, you know, stood their ground. Yeah, because they usually don't do that with her. Usually, no, you know. but she, I, mean, she, I will say one thing. She's very witty. She's quick on her feet. You know, she will tell you off really quick and quick and we get your thoughts together. But she couldn't do that with her, though. <laughs> she, was, she was playing that face. She was playing that face. Now, look, I don't know if you saw the uh, preview what's to come up, what's to come, you know, throughout the rest of the season. But you know how Nene and Peter got into it uh, last week, and then it looks like he's going to get into it with, uh, Portia, or not get into it, but kind of confront Portia on what Cordell told her. And Peter needs to kind of button out a little bit, at least for the women. Yeah, I think I think what Peter is doing, you know, he's always been kind of, you know, everyone teases and make fun of him on social media and call him the fifth housewife or the sixth housewife. Right. He's always been kind of in that. I think Peter keeps, he pretty much keeps Cynthia on the show because Cynthia is boring. And yeah. so I think Peter is trying to stay on the TV stay on the show, and so he's going to stir things up. He's a businessman, and he knows yeah. that he needs to be, um, you know, to be to do things that would keep him, keep him, you know, in the in the, the news feed. Um, right. So I think I think that, that some, has something to do with it as well. And then I also right. think that, um, I, and I, I think he's trying to be kind of the middle person as far as, like, saying, um as far as saying, you know, I talked to Cordell, there's what he's saying, you know, what's your take on it? Kind of, kind of acting like as if, he, as if he's the, the, the that friend who's trying to figure things out. Um, mm-hmm. But the stuff Portia says, like, okay, he asked me to, I told him I was going to make all this stuff go away. You can't make the those type of things go away. Yeah. yeah, it's just like that's not, you don't make no type of business decisions like that. If you, you know, I just, I don't know. She's weird. Yeah. But they're saying that uh, Kenya, you know, she's threatening to leave the show, next, well, you know, not not to sign up for next season if they don't pay her a million dollars next season. Well, Kenya's not going to be on the show next season. No, Because really? nobody's going to pay her no million dollars. Right. Yeah, because I think that's I'm how much saying, she's saying. That's she's not going to be on the show. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think she'll get a million dollars. You don't think. I'm telling you she's not going to be on the show if she's asking for a million. She better get her mind right and rethink her situation. Or, or uh, get that um, her um, African uh, husband. <laughs> sex, uh. Nobody's ever laid eyes on. 
But I wonder yeah. where that Bentley came from. The what? That Bentley she driving? She probably running some kind of a rental game. You know, they be renting cars. Stunning. Stunning, though. Anything else you want to bring up in our entertainment news? No, that's, that's about it. Unless you have something else that I may be uh, missing. Oh, no, that was all good. That was all good. All right, we'll take a quick commercial break. We'll come back with the question of the day. After this. Gabriel said no. Sekou said hell no. Um, 
Tony said, nope, little bastards might ruin his relationship. So. How little bastards? He wants you to start. Philip said, they could grow to like him, or maybe, or hell, maybe he doesn't like them. Just depends on the age of the kids. One girl said, depends on if they're small kids. Then the answer is no. Small kids need to be able to rely on both caregivers. But if and if they don't like you, then how can they trust you? If the kids are grown, then yes, they have no right to meddle meddle in the uh, parents' business. A lot of people said no. So a lot of people said it depends on the age. If the kids were still in the house, that could be more difficult as opposed to you know if the kids were grown. So mm-hmm. I guess I can kind of see that. Okay. We answer a few more. We're waiting on one of our one more of our guests to call in. Let's go ahead and get to them. Uh, Rakira said when she was dating, she had a strict rule against dating guys with kids. And uh, another girl said she wouldn't she doesn't date guys with kids. But I think as you get a little older, that can be challenging, don't you think, Miss Parker? Yeah. I I mean I I have dated guys with kids, and um, you know I've dated I've dated seriously a guy with one child. And I think for me, the most difficult part was when the break, when the breakup occurred, because him and I were friends before we dated, um, and, and kind of still in good standings. I'll say we have mutual friends. So I think what the difficulties there with me with with the child was, I took right. that very hard. I kind of it's almost like having someone in your life and then they're just snatched away. It's like you break up with the child as well, and yeah. so. For me, that was the toughest part. So I, I think that I would be a little bit more careful going into a situation like that. Um, but I have not dated too many guys with kids. Okay, okay. And then Aaron said, uh, no way, stay away. I repeat, stay away. I think a lot of it has to do with, with us getting older. You know, people are going to have kids or been in other relationships where maybe a divorce occurred. So the the... Um, you know the limits that you put on that. I think it has to be on a on a case by case situation and kind of making sure. I think our relationship just making sure you take your time. I think trying to learn character and and all of those things. I think transferring how you adapt to a family situation with kids and all of those things. So I think it's just especially if kids are involved, it needs to be explored. And if it was just the two of you, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, and then some people, like, I guess when they get a little bit older, they don't have time for that. Like, one, one lady who, she said that, she said she's not sure she could do that one. She thinks the relationship will be strained, and she doesn't think she has the patience at this point. So I guess it does depend on your your level of patience and, you know, where you are in your life, you know. Because right. relationship is stressful enough that you already have a team of people, the kids that can't stand you in the first place. You know what I mean? Uh, but I, I'm, I'm from the other hand, like I have my mother, she's dating. I don't, unless the person is just a jerk, I don't care. I, I'm happy for her. You know what I mean? I'm not going to try to dislike anyone because if she likes them, then obviously, you know, my mom's a smart person, so she wouldn't. Right. Uh... All right. Well, let's go ahead and go on to our next segment. Thank you, Ms. Parker, for you, uh, helping us weigh in on that. Well, really quickly, let me just throw this in. I think especially as an adult child, you should stab your parents' relationship. Right. Yeah, parents should stay out of yours. Right. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Just like they were talking about. I don't know if you saw, um, you know, the whole situation with Candy and her mom. How, um, you know, the yeah, mom is. I saw them on the view too. Yeah. 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 So you just definitely want to stay out. It's a lot of hurt. You know what I mean? 
Exactly. All right. Well, here on the Steve and I show, we always try to give exposure to people in the world doing their thing, and tonight we decided to put the spotlight on two talented fashion designers, the talented stylists, uh, who they're definitely making an impact in the industry. Please help me welcome CEO of Definition Clothing, LLC, local T-shirts, Darnell James, proprietor of Aradai, our wardrobe, Kyle Mello Dixon, and celebrity wardrobe consultant, Sigourney Sally. Welcome to the show. Thank What's you, going thank on? You. How y'all doing? Hi. I'm good. Doing very well. Good. Yeah, I'm great. Well, first of all, I want to welcome you all to the show, and thank you for coming on. You know, I'm at a, a point where I'm always looking to the people who are kind of branching out and, and being becoming their own bosses and, you know, uh, doing what it has to take. I'm definitely interested in speaking with people like that. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to start with you, Darnell, a fellow Virginia State Trojan. We are with Virginia I- State University, uh, but um, you know, I bought one of your shirts because I saw the, the uh, I followed you on Instagram and I saw you know the shirts that you're posting, and I was like, these shirts are hot. And I, there was one of them in particular that I bought that I loved, and when I I wore it and posted, everybody was like, where can I get that shirt? Where can I get that shirt? So tell us about uh, you know your company, a little bit about your background, and how and kind of what you're doing now with everything. First of all, I'd just like to say thanks for having me. It's, uh, you know, Virginia State University is located in Petersburg, Virginia. We are HBCU. Uh, we're not very big, but wherever you go, I promise you'll find somebody that went to Virginia State. So uh, yeah. big ups to Stephen Knight for bringing me on the show. Uh, a little bit about my company. It is called Definition Clothing. Um, I chose that name um, because, for one, the logo is has a D in it, which is uh, the start of my name, but also because... I feel like um, our slogan is define yourself. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, a lot of times in life, people don't define themselves. They are defined by who they hang around. They're defined by who they watch. And, you know, they don't inspire themselves to be great. So a lot of my uh, motivations from my designs come from me wanting to be great, me to leave my imprint in the world. Um, I started my company in uh, mm-hmm. September of 2012. Really just started on a whim. Um, I like being different. I like uh, to um, really um, express myself through my communication, but also through fashion. So I put a a shirt on Instagram, and people started liking it, and, you know, I got to have that, I got to have that. And so it just just turned into me really uh, getting my business license and starting a a company. I never imagined myself being a T-shirt designer, but now that I'm fully engaged, I love it. Um, Like I said, I went to Virginia State, man. I, I just love having seeing people wear my stuff and like yeah. you know my stuff means something you know like the shirt that Steven got it says I'm me who are you you know a lot mm-hmm. of times people are scared to be confident because they don't want to come across as cocky but you know if you don't stand up with your chest out with your head high you know people will overlook you in life and they'll try to uh, really diminish what you got going on so you know that's pretty much what I'm about all right all right <clears throat> and then, uh Kyle do you go by Mello? Yes sir Okay, well, welcome. So, tell us a little bit about you know your your uh, company, you know how you got just start, you know what you have going on right now. Okay, um, well, you know the company's called RDI Wardrobe. Um, I got my start back in 2004. Uh, I used to work for uh, Walt Disney World down in Florida, and mm-hmm. um, you know I'm I'm based out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and I came home and uh, a friend of mine, you know, he had his own little T-shirt line. Um, I shouldn't call it little, but he had a T-shirt line, 
And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he asked me to take over on the business. And so I started to do that and, you know, just starting to learn a little bit about, um, you know, what, what fashion was about. And, um, you know, long story short, we worked together for a few years and, um, you know, we started to go our separate ways. We started to have different ideas and, and I really wanted to take it over as a, as a full fledged business. And, um, you know, he had other ideas. So I, I just branched out on my own and, uh, began to, to build a company at the time. I didn't have a name for it. I was just building, you know, with my ideas that I had left over. I had plenty of contacts and, and information about things. So I went that way. And, um, you know, the name Aradai, uh, spelled A-R-A-D-I-I, it actually comes from the word paradise. And um, okay. I, I actually came up with that name because of my son. Uh, at the time, he was only one years old when I first got involved in uh, fashion. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I would take him out. You know, one of our biggest things is going to the beach together and just spending a lot of time. Um, so, you know, I would always tell him, you know, Daddy's going to take you to paradise and, you know, we're never going to come back and Daddy's going to buy you a private island in paradise. So, you know, I just started breaking down the word paradise and that's pretty much how I got the name. Um, now, our symbol is a lion. And, um, you know, if you if you think about me breaking down the name, you would say Eridai. Um, but being that our symbol is a lion and a lion is strong and a lion roars, you know, a lion doesn't roar, roar with, with um, you know, it comes from its chest and it comes from its soul. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why I made the A hard and it's the Eridai, almost like the lion roar. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And as a Gordon Sally, now I know you're a celebrity wardrobe consultant uh, and you, I mean, work with... Great people. Hello there. I'm sorry. I said hello. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm good. How, how did you get your start? Um. Well, originally, I started off um, doing. My background is advertising and marketing, um, okay. and journalism. And I actually started off by working at a few magazines. Um, one in particular was Trace. And I would do okay. um, special events for them for celebrities. And once I got into the realm of just, like, learning how to deal with celebrities when it comes down to just, like, the, you know, like the small particular things that they're looking for to upkeep their image, um, I pretty much moved from doing, like, special events to, like, actually starting to, like, assist on a few of the um, sets that the wardrobe stylist for the magazine was um, doing. And from there, it's just like, you know, working in the magazine industry definitely gave me, um, you know, like more leverage into understanding like the art of networking and meeting people and understanding mm-hmm. that, you know, sometimes we walk into a room and we prejudge certain people, but you never know, like from talking to each of these individuals, like who can actually like give you an opportunity. And a right, lot of yeah. the opportunities that I got from working at these events and just, like, talking to someone who may have been in, like, the side of the room, um, that person, like, got me into contact with another stylist, and I started working with her for BET, Rip the Runway, and Amber Rose. And from there, I just started meeting um, just other people, like, randomly, and that's how I pretty much got into um, the situation of doing Black Ecru on VH1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And uh, it's just, how does it feel, you know, when you're able to, because you kind of see how everything you did leading up to that prepared you for where you are now. So how does it feel now that, you know, this is what you do and you do it full time and you have, uh, you know, you are a celebrity wardrobe consultant. 
that's your job. How does that feel now that you're not having to rely on, like, a big corporation or anything behind you? Um, It feels amazing because I definitely have been one to understand that I'm a lot different than a lot of people, and I do understand that I'm supposed to be working for myself. So right. yeah. I that everything that I took from these learning experiences, and, like, I still feel like every day, like, I'm still learning. And I think mm-hmm. that's the one thing that keeps me motivated is that I understand that I can never be comfortable because right. I want to continually work on my craft and to, like, learn. Like, I don't want to be one of these people who are, like, 100% think I know what I'm doing because then I feel mm-hmm. like that's just an easy way for someone else to come in pretty much what I've worked for, you know? Right. Yeah. And exactly. it's just, like, there's just so much more to, like, learn. Um and it's not bad to, like, continually learn. You meet new people. That way a lot of great collaborations come about. And, you know, you learn with that other person, and then you become a better stylist. I feel like that's the best way for me to still continually get better at my craft. Exactly. And, and Mo, how would you say that, that kind of translates into, you know, you know what you do, you know, continuing to learn and continue to build your, your product and, and, you know, just – what you have to offer in our diet. How does that play into what you do? Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, you you were asking Mello, right? Yeah, uh, Mello. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, it just it's just life in general. You know, your life changes when you decide to dedicate it to to something like this. And um, you know, for me, it's a little different. You know, I'm a little unorthodox because I'm not really a big fashion guy. You know, I'm, I, I look at myself more like a business person. Um, you know, if I can, I wear sweatpants and a sweatshirt, you know, on the daily, um, mm-hmm. if I could do that, you know, but I can't because, um, you know, just me going out and being around, you know, people notice me, people notice my face. Um, you know, I get a lot of attention that I don't really necessarily want. Um, you know, I'm one of those people. I just want to go about my day, go about my business. I want the company to speak for itself. And, um, you know, so I've been working at that and, and really trying to allow that to be it. You know, I don't really want to be the face. You know, I, I kind of have no choice but to be the face. Um, but, you know, on an everyday basis, you know, when it becomes your life, um, you know, it's kind of kind of what the young lady was saying before. You know, people people see and expect just this grand person or, or you know, your your life to be so grand. And it's like... You work at this every day. We have bad days, less like everyone else, but people only see the final product. Um, people right. only see, you know, our final, um, you know, we do a lot of events, and we, we really engage with our customers, and we really build a lifestyle with our dye wardrobe. And people see that, and they just believe that it's like that every day. You know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they don't they don't understand the struggle that we go through, you know, the long nights, the years that we've put into this, the nights when the walls close in on you and you feel like, you know, looking in the mirror and saying, is this what I really want to do? Um, right, yeah. You know, but I believe in the, in the, in the you know, the saying, you know, you have to fall in love with the process of your work. And when mm-hmm. you do that, you know, and you dedicate your life to it, um, you know, you, you love those those moments. You know, it's it's kind of, for me, when people see, um, you know, the different events or, or, or you know, um, a fashion show or things that we do, you know, that's like that's like game time. You know, they don't see practice. No one's right. No exactly. one's with us shooting in the gym. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
and that's the process that you have to come to love and appreciate is that those those long days, those long nights when, you know, you're up for, I mean, I remember, you know, staying up for three, four days in a row, you know, mm-hmm. and people are like, how do you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, I don't know necessarily what's really driving me to stay up that long. You know, I think I just passed the point of being tired and then I just continued to work. Um, you know, but now that I look at it and I look at all the blessings and I look at all the opportunities that come to me, even when I'm still having bad days, I still get plenty of opportunities and I look at all the things that we've accomplished and, you know, being able to go to London and do the Olympics and, you know, getting ready to go to uh, Brazil and do the next Olympics. You know, these are things that I never in my wildest dreams thought I'd be able to do. So, you know, um, it makes you humble. Um, It excites you. But at the same time, you, you, you really understand, you know, the process and, um, you know, the blessing that you've got because a lot of people don't get this blessing to be able to, you know, work for themselves and do this on a full-time basis and, and, and make a life, you know. And mm-hmm. a lot of companies fail. A lot of people fail. And, you know, I, I kind of believe that, um, you know, you have to support one another, you know. I don't believe in yeah. looking at other other companies and, and saying, oh, well, you know, uh, well, they got something similar to ours, so, you know, I don't like it. No, I want to support them too. You know, I want to support them, and I want to create that, and I want to go to their events and their fashion shows and support and then go back behind the stage and talk to them after it and say, hey, you know, I noticed this. Maybe next time you can do this a little bit better. I would hope that they would do the same for me. You know, and it creates that, and, and it helps your blessing, you know, go further. So, Right, yeah. You know. And, Donna, I know you're um, going into your second year. Have, what have been uh, – have there been any challenges I know – being a new company, um, you know, obviously, let me, let me just say this before I ask the question. I will tell you that, you know, when I ordered this shirt, I was doing it to support a fellow Trojan, and I was like, I hope that these are quality T-shirts. Those are quality T-shirts. I mean, they fit you right, you know, especially if, you, if you're working out, you want a nice T-shirt that fits you right, and your, your T-shirts do that. Have there been any, any challenges, you know, um, being an up-and-coming company, a new company? Uh, first of all, just uh, being the baby of the group and um, and hearing the stories, I can definitely echo those sentiments because um, mm-hmm. I'm striving to uh, flex my name as they have. And um, right, yeah. every day is every day is a struggle. I mean, um, you know, our culture we we aren't known for supporting each other. And mm-hmm. the thing that frustrated me the most when starting out is the people you know acknowledge you the least, and yeah. they pay you no mind yeah. and. It's tough, you know, and I'm such a fighter and I'm such a competitor. And, you know, I may come across a certain kind of way. I get called, you know, cocky. I get called arrogant. But it's just because I know who I am and I'm sure who I am. And this process, it it's frustrating, but it's so uh, – it's such an enjoyment at the same time because I'm developing something that's mine. Um, like the lady said, I, I, I'm not for the rat race anymore. That's not my life, you know. Um, right. I don't – I work well with others. But I hate to be told uh, what to do in a certain kind of way. You know, I'm educated. Um, I, I feel like uh, I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm very capable. I'm very talented. But uh, through this process, man, I just learned that, you know, each day is a new day. Um, you get 24 hours in a day, and I wish there was more. Um, you can't complain. You, you can't, you know, focus on who doesn't support. You have to take uh, each opportunity as a, a, a time to get your product out there to network, I mean, I stay on my phone. You know, it's probably why I'm not in a relationship now because people don't understand, like, I'm a, I'm a person who does this by myself. So if I don't yeah. put it out there, it's not going to get put out there. So, you know, so I enjoy it. 
It's tough. Mm-hmm. Though, exactly. people... I'm go sorry, ahead, go ahead. No, I just, I just basically saying, you know, it's, it's an everyday grind. You know, um, yeah. just hearing those, just hearing the, the two that spoke before me, it just, it gives me more motivation. I have late nights, you know, three, four, five o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I don't go to sleep until the sun comes up. You know, I, I right. can't, I can't, I don't feel good when I rest on my laurels. When I haven't, when I haven't felt like I've grinded enough. When I haven't felt like. You know, I put my all to it. If I go to sleep, I'll wake up and I feel unsatisfied. I know that I got to get on my computer, you know, because I feel like we're all one connection away from my breakthrough. And I believe mm-hmm. in God, and I believe that God put me uh, in this moment for a reason. And I can right. be a model, an example of determination, a focus, of drive. And uh, I just put that all into what I do every day. And, Mel, let me ask you, what, what advice would you give uh you know anyone who who is you know starting off or you know early in in their in their career, uh, especially in fashion, as it relates to fashion. What advice would you give for longevity? You know, oh man, <laughs> um, you you really have to you have to start your plan from the end. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you have you have to build it from the beginning, but you have to start from the end and realize where you want to go. Um, and understand that you're going to end up in a lot of different places that you didn't expect. You know, when I first started out, um, if it weren't for my, my consultants, I probably wouldn't be on the phone with you today uh, just because I was a very, you know, shy, um, you know, to myself, you know, only really talking to my friends and everything. But what I realized was once I started putting my product out there, um, you know, people really started taking to it. And that's the thing, you know, um, for me, you know, certain stuff like even now, you know, and, and for any designer, um, anyone in the fashion industry, you know, they know that the stuff that's out for now and, you know, going into the spring 2014 is stuff that we've been looking at for three, four years, you know, mm-hmm. and and that was my problem in the beginning that, you know, I'm looking at things for so long when people, you know, would see stuff, I want to show them my new stuff, you know, oh, no, I want to show you this, but, um, you know, you have to just be humble about the creations that you started and say, okay, well, you know, um, let, let, let me show the world this first and show them where I came from. Um, you know, no fashion that we're looking at today was developed yesterday, you know, mm-hmm. um, and you, you just have to believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Go out there. Trust the things that you're doing. Um, for, the, for the other young man on the line, you know, what I would say to him is, you know, you're doing it by yourself. I've been there. You know, start to build a team, start to get people that you can trust, filling little avenues. Um, you know, utilize the, the art institutes. You know, utilize the free um, help, you know, and build with those people. And, and, you know, something that I've done and I begin to do with my company is, you know, working with these students. They want to learn. They they are trying to be where we're at. You know, they either want to run their own companies, they have dreams and aspirations too, and uh, not everyone's going to get to do that. You know, some people are just going to end up working for a company, but they want to be in the fashion industry. And for us, you know, um, you know, don't strive to be, or or in reality, you know, don't think I'm going to be the next Ralph Lauren, you know. And that's just me t- talking in reality. You know, in our mind, that's what we want. That's where everyone wants to be. We all want to be the the next Ralph Lauren, the next Sean John, you know, uh, Lacoste or whatever. But just understand that you can build your own fan base and, and customer base, and you can actually live a, a, a premier life 
with that customer base, and there are going to be people out there who want your product, and you're going to have loyal customers, and you have to figure out how to keep those loyal customers. You know, yeah. and don't don't be too big-headed on yourself. You know, one thing for me um, that I appreciate about people that I meet is they say, you know, you're so humble. You know, I give people my direct phone number all the time. I give customers my direct number. They can call me whenever they want. Um, I had a customer one time call me at 3 in the morning, and I answered the phone, and she said, I was just calling to see if you were really going to answer. You know, but being true to your word, you know, if I give someone my number, I'm giving it to you because I expect you and I want you to call me. So, right. you know, it's those things, you know, just being true to your word, being true to your company motto and the things that you're trying to accomplish. And, um, you know, really, you know, now we're, we're so caught up in the social media and people living lives online, um, you know, that we don't have that face-to-face. And sometimes that's what customers want, you know. And if you're just starting out, you can start out online and you can you can say, hey, I've got the best product ever, and it may be the best product, but they can't physically feel that product. So, you know, you want to do little things like having events and inviting people to where they can come and see your product and meet you because at the end of the, the day, you know, it should be about yourself and not necessarily – you don't want to make people feel like they're you're selling them a product. You want to make them feel like, you know, you're giving them or introducing them to a new lifestyle. And if you can do that, then, you know, the money is going to come. The, the sales mm-hmm. are going to come. All that stuff is going to come whenever. Um, you know, you have to work at the other, the little things to, to make all that happen. You know, the, these other companies didn't build this overnight, and, and you're not either. I receive and appreciate that. Definitely, definitely. definitely. And, Gordon, to tell us, like, what advice would you give someone, you know, you you, you know, have have a great resume now, and I know they're striving for, you know, to even go to the next level. What advice would you give someone who wants to break into being a, a celebrity wardrobe consultant? Um, I would say the best advice is so pretty much like to not be scared of, you know, um, just getting into what you want to get into because. What I come into contact a lot with when, like, when people reach out to me to, like, talk to me is that I always get the, oh, I didn't know that you were going to respond back to me. And, wow, like, you're actually, like, one of the celebrity stylists who, like, talk back to the people. And it's like mm-hmm. I have to make people understand that, like, I I was in the same shoes that you were in. Like, I used to wake up and be like, this is what I want to do for, like, the rest of my life, but I didn't know how to do it. And if mm-hmm. it wasn't for, like, one of my friends that was just, like, when I first wanted to get my magazine internship, he was like, do not send them an email. Just go to the office and tell them what you want to do. Wow. I looked at him and I said, are you crazy? Because you just taught to be like, no, you have to send, a, you have to send this resume. You have to do this. And it's like I had to understand that me being a female is very different in the, in the styling industry. And mm-hmm. me being a black female at that also, and it's like all of that comes into play where it's just like I have to be a little bit more aggressive than the regular stylist. And it's like I started off with doing that, and ever since then, I've stayed the same way. And I've learned through the process that also, you know, just dealing with this, within this industry is that I always told people that you have to know yourself. Right. Like you have to know yourself. You have to know what your limits are. You have to know 
what you are better in, what you're not better in, and be honest about the situation because the worst thing in the world is to get a client and then you cannot satisfy that client. Yeah, yeah, can't deliver, right. Yeah, so it's like you really, really, that's why I always tell people, like, continually work with new people because if I see someone, if I see an up-and-coming stylist who's at the same place where I was a few years, like, I'll help that person because it's like you never know what you may learn from the next person who's younger than you or who's older than you. Yeah. And it's like definitely, like, taking in, like, all of that information, like, will, will really, really, like, help you out a lot. Really good advice. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go through everyone one more time. Tell us your brand or, or where to do it, where we can follow you, or, you know, what's the best way to get in contact and see what you have to offer. Start with you, Darnell. All right. My, the name of my company is Definition Clothing, um, a.k.a. Logo T-Shirts. You can find me on Instagram at logo, L-O-G-O, uh, space T-Shirts. Mm. Um, I'm on, I have a Facebook page, same thing, logo. Face T-shirts. Um, my website is uh, under construction, but you can still contact me there. It's definition dot clothing, and basically, uh, you know, uh, just to kind of echo on everybody's sentiments, I- I'm in it for the long haul. If it's if yeah. this is not something, you know, if greatness is not something that you uh, truly want, then uh, the grind and the struggle will break you down, and it'll cause you to stop chasing your dreams. So just make sure you love it. Uh, T-shirts is what I do, and I'm branding to some other things, but I don't want to do too much at one time. So definition of clothing is definitely on the come up. Contact me anytime. And my uh, my email is uh, logo t-shirts co at gmail dot com. Spell just how it spell just how it sounds. All right. Okay. And uh, Melo. Yes, sir. Um, you can get in touch with me. Um, you know, you can check out the website. It's aradi dot com. Uh, that's A-R-A-D-I-I dot com. Um, you know, we have uh, our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are all the same at um, R-A-D-I wardrobe. Um, you know, I just want people to be, be on the lookout for our, our up-and-coming um, commercials. we got some really good stuff going on for the spring and the summer. Um, you know, we're introducing a new campaign called U-B-U-I-B Me. And, um, you know, it's going to be a really cool commercial with all the people that we are we are um, endorsing throughout the year. we got some uh, DJs getting ready, ready to go on world tours and uh, some different artists of different genres. You know, we really try to connect with different types of people all, all over the world, not just, you know, keeping it in one realm of person. Um, you know, that's it. You know, check out our stuff. And, um, you know, you can contact us. You can uh, get a hold of me at Mellow. That's M-E-L-L-O at com. Anytime you want, any day, any night, um, you know, I'm always available to talk and ask questions. Any designers out there, you know, if you have any questions uh, for me, um, you know, I can answer those for you the best that I can. Um, you know, any artists out there, if you're looking to do any work with any, uh, you know, clothing brands, we're open. You know, we take artist submits and, you know, we try to work with different people. So, um you know, we got a lot of cool stuff going on, and like I said, you know, our, our spring and our summer campaign is really going to be awesome. I think you guys are going to be uh, seeing a lot, and, um, you know, hopefully I can get myself down to Atlanta. I haven't actually been to Atlanta yet. I've been all over the world, never been to Atlanta. Yeah, you come out to ACL. Yeah, come through, man. Come through. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in Atlanta, so we got to hook up if you yeah. ever come down here. 
Yeah, definitely. I definitely want to try to, you know, make it down there. I've been trying to make it my point to uh to get down there. Um it's just, you know, things happen and you don't don't get able to. So uh I'm thinking about taking a little bit of a vacation coming down and just checking out the scene. You know, I hear about it so much. I see it on t- television, and uh, like, man, I really got to get down there. You know, so yeah. don't be surprised if you see us down there. And uh, oh, one definitely. more thing, one more thing. Um, you know, also, uh, I just want people to be on the lookout. I, I totally forgot about this. We're actually getting ready to do um, another fashion show on uh, March fifth, or I'm sorry, April April fifth, uh, in Indianapolis. Um, so you know, I want people to look at that. Um, you know, we we have our um, our online magazine, which is called Class and Culture. And, uh, you know, it just talks about the different people. We'll, we'll, we'll probably end up doing a segment on the Stephen Knight Show. And, you know, it just talks about the people that we network with so so you can check out and see what we're really doing out there. All right. All right. Hey, yeah, you can definitely um, you can follow me on Twitter at Sigourney, uh, S-I-G-O-U-R-N-E-Y underscore style on Instagram at style guide. Um, it's with an X, not an O. And pretty much, like, um, the next place that you guys will be seeing my work will be on Wildin' Out on MTV2. Um, one of my clients, Spanky Hayes, he's on mm. there. So definitely going to have that. I have um, some new press photos that just came out from me working with Vaughn Richards from Danny D. Kane. And they're definitely, like, within this year, some very exciting things happening with Black Ink Crew on VH1. So definitely, like, be on the lookout for that. And follow me on all the social media. Definitely have a lot of new, like, projects coming up. Hey, hey Stephen, uh, I just have one question. Actually, uh, this is Mello. Um for, for our celebrity stylist, I, I would like to know, and I'm sure um, a man with the T-shirts, I'm sure he would probably like to know, too. Because um, this was a question that I always had starting out, and I could never really figure it out. But how does, um, you know, a brand get in touch with, you know, a stylist like yourself to to try to, um, you know, get their stuff on, on different artists? You know, is it just a, a matter of them contacting you, or how do you yeah, guys go about doing that? Yeah, um, definitely. It's pretty much just like a matter of them, like, contacting me, uh, me seeing if it works for my brand. Um, I actually am very, very big on um, – putting up-and-coming brands. If mm-hmm. you really, really, like, do pay attention um, to Black Ink, because the three main people that I deal with is Sassy, Walter, and um, one of the tattoo artists, Oh Shit. And um, mm-hmm. if you really, like, pay attention to them, a lot of brands I do get um, from up-and-coming designers. And um, if anybody wants to ever send me an email about any of that, um, my email address is info. Stylegod at gmail dot com and that's my direct like email address and I definitely will contact you back and I'm always looking for um, designers. Say that again. Slow it down a little bit. Info at what? Info dot at gmail dot com. Info dot at gmail dot com. Yeah. Mhm. Well, listen. I, I'm, I'm glad we had this conversation. I think that in everyone's story, as we saw tonight, how we can inspire each other and learn from each other and network for each other, and that's what it's all about to me. So I want to thank our guests, Darnell James, Melo Dixon, and Zagori Sally for joining us tonight. I wish you all nothing but continued success, and I thank God you. bless you all. Thank, thank you. you. Same to you. Much you more so blessing. I appreciate it. All right. All right. And we'll be right back after this with Steve's playlist. Bye-bye.
You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Now it's time to go on the Stephen's Playlist. As you know, we receive music from people all over the world, world literally, want to be featured uh, during this segment, and we definitely appreciate that. We, uh, from, we feature both independent and major artists, and tonight we have Mac Miles, Jay-Z, Beyonce, your boy Stephen Knight, New Mariah Carey, and many, many more. If you're interested in being featured, please email us at the Stephen Knight Show at gmail.com. Attach one or two songs, your bio, one or two promotional pictures. And remember that all songs must be edited for radio, meaning no cursing. And we definitely look forward to hearing from you. He's not here tonight, but we're going to play his, first, his song, Gotta Get Your Love. Gabe will be rescheduling our interview with him. We hope all is well with his family. Check it out and enjoy Stephen's playlist. I gotta get your love all over my body. I gotta get your love if it takes all night. Can't let you get away. Cause I need it. I gotta get your love, 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 love. I gotta get your love. Get your love, 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 love. I gotta get your love, 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 love
Girl, I'm on my way. 